0: Hey and welcome to Let's Talk CPF, a podcast where we bring conversations on CPF to your ears. Brought to you by the CPF Board, this podcast will answer common questions, offer tips and feature interviews with industry experts on CPF and financial planning. Thanks for listening and let's get straight into today's episode. Welcome back to Let's Talk CPF. I'm Yuzhen. In today's episode, we'll discuss the importance of legacy planning and how it can help distribute your hard-earned money according to your wishes. Do note that the content may not apply to Muslims. In the hot seat, we have Mr Liang Weirong, Deputy Director on Nomination in CPF Board. Hi, Rong. Hi. And Ms Chen Yi Yang, Advocate and Solicitor at Tan Kinsing and Partners. Hi, Yang. Hello. So on today's topic... Legacy planning. Quick questions for both of you. When should we do it? Way wrong? You should make.
1: And estate planning as soon as possible. Don't wait.
2: Yes, as soon as possible, when you are mentally capacitated, when you are able to make decisions for yourself. Mm, All right. So it sounds
0: like it is those better early than later milestones. So maybe we start with Yi Yang to understand a bit more. Uh, My idea of legacy planning is maybe when I'm older, get a
2: lawyer and write a will. Mm -hmm. So what exactly is a will? Okay, so a will is a legal document by which the maker, which is also known as a testator, will describe how he wants his estate to be distributed after his death. And in his will, he will appoint at least one executor, and this is the person who shall distribute his estate to his beneficiaries. So in his will, he will clearly state what are his intentions after his death, who will be his executor, and of course, he must be present to sign the will and with two witnesses. Most important, um, the two witnesses cannot be his beneficiaries or the spouse of his beneficiaries. Now, if the witnesses are his beneficiary or the spouse of his beneficiaries, the will may not be invalid. But the gift to the beneficiary will be void. Means they won't be able to get anything? Yes, correct. Okay. Yes. And it's very important to draw up a will because then you ensure that your desired distribution to specific persons or specific charities and your money will be given to them. Mm-hmm. So, can anyone make one? Is there a legal age when you uh, make a will? Anyone above the age of 21 years old can drop a whale, and you must also be mentally sound or capacitated.
0: Ah, you mentioned an executor earlier. So what is the role of an executor?
2: Well, the main goal of the executor is to distribute your estate. And what does that mean? Well, basically taking your original will and going to the Singapore courts to obtain a grant of probate. Now, with the grant of probate, they will then go to the banks, financial institutions or insurance companies to liquidate your assets and or sell your property. Okay. And then they will distribute the funds in accordance with your will. I see. Is it possible to make a, a will without an executor then? No, it's not possible. So every will needs at least one executor, okay? And is it preferable that it's somebody that you can trust as well, okay? And sometimes, if you have only one executor, the executor might predecease you as well. Mm-hmm. So it's best to appoint a backup executor mm-hmm. because if you do not have an executor of your will, then the law will step in. Oh, okay. And the Intersecession Act will determine who shall be the administrator of your estate. And there are certain prescribed rules that need to be followed. So, is it possible to uh, appoint an executor that
0: is also my beneficiary? Yes, it is possible. So that is possible. Witnesses cannot, but executor can. Correct. Oh, okay, okay. So when making a will, are there any other considerations
2: that we should take note of? So, very important. Now, when a single person marries, the will that was drawn up during their singlehood will be automatically revoked. And this is under the Wills Act. Now, similarly, a person who is divorced that means newly single, will not revoke the will that they dropped when they were married. So it's very important that they also remember to draw a new will as well. If you have children below 21 years old, it is also worth drawing up a will so that you can appoint a legal guardian for them um, in the event that you pass away during their infancy. Now, infancy is defined as a child that is below the age of 21 years old. Because unlike CPF monies, a beneficiary under the age of 21 is unable to receive um, the estate or receive the gift under the estate. So they will need either the legal guardian, a parent or the trustee of the will to hold on trust for them until they reach 21 years old. Mm.
1: Just to add on for the part on... uh marriage and divorce the same principle applies for CPM nominations so when you get married then your previous nomination will be automatically revoked and if you if you get divorced subsequently your nomination remains intact
2: i think it's best to relook at your will every 10 years ah okay okay in case things change priority changes exactly um you there are a lot of considerations. Um, you may have more children than you expected. Mm-hmm. Um, you may, your different relative may have different needs as well. So it's always good to take stock and, and see every 10 years, you know, where does my money go? Mm, makes sense, makes sense. So,
0: so now that we have talked about the uh, broader expect of, of will, right, um, what can we include in a will and
2: what can we not? What you can include is like, example, your residential property and what we call personal property. Now, personal property relates to your bank accounts, your insurance as well. Now, now this is for insurance policies with no nominations. OK, and also includes your stocks and shares. What you cannot include and very important, CPF savings. CPF cannot go under your will. Insurance policies with nominations, normally they do not go under the will as well and also properties held under joint tenancy mm-hmm. because under the law, okay, if one of the co-owner passes away, then the surviving co-owner will automatically get 100% or sole ownership of the property. That is, this is under joint tenancy only. Mm,
0: okay, okay So what if um, Let's say if I pass on And I don't have a will What would happen then To okay. my assets?
2: Yeah So then the Intestacy law Will apply And the law Will determine Who will distribute Your estate Also known as The administrators Not executors anymore And also the law Will determine Who will be the Beneficiaries of your estate So for example If you're single Not married Then your surviving parents Will get 100% Of your estate if you're married with no children, your spouse gets 50% and your surviving parents will get the other 50%. If you are married with children, your spouse gets 50% and your children will get 50% as well. But this also means your surviving parents do not get a share of your estate. So if you have elderly parents who are dependent on you, it's very important that you drop a will and make provisions for them. Mm, mm, mm.
0: So in a sense, um, if I don't, make a will, then I don't get a say on my distributions of assets and the burden kind of fall onto my
2: dependents' correct you don't get a say on how it'll be distributed you don't get a say on who will handle your estate and you want someone you can trust to handle your estate as soon as possible as well Mm. so that your beneficiaries will get the funds that they need Mm. i'm a lawyer but i always advise people to drop a will as simple as possible Mm. because if you make it too complicated and too onus on the executor then it's another burden to this person that you trust Mm. yeah
0: So, okay, earlier Yi Yang mentioned that CPF savings are not covered in a will. Uh, So, Wei Rong, maybe you can share a little bit on uh, why is it so?
1: Our intention here is to allow the CPF savings to be given out to the beneficiaries as quickly as possible. Because if you consider, if CPF savings forms part of the estate and then covered under a will, the beneficiaries will need to go through this lengthy and costly probate process before they can receive the CPF savings. And besides being able to disperse the savings quickly, excluding the CPF savings from the estate also, we want to protect and preserve the CPF savings so that the beneficiaries can receive them in full. Otherwise, the creditors that you may have for your outstanding loans, they can claim from your estate. Mm. So we want to preserve the CPF savings in full for your beneficiaries.
0: So creditors cannot claim from CPF assets? Uh, Yes, Uh, Uh, creditors cannot claim from CPF assets. uh, So I understand you can make a CPF nomination. Uh, What is covered under a CPF nomination?
1: When you make a nomination, what it covers is all your savings in your ordinary account, your special account, your Medisave account and as well as your retirement account. And if you have discounted Singtel shares, they will be covered in as well. And I also know that uh, many CPF members they are very concerned, you know, whether their CPF savings are, you know, locked up in the CPF system. Instead, it goes to their uh, nominees uh, CPF accounts. That is not true. Okay, we clarify that by default, when you make a nomination, it will go to your nominees in cash.
0: If that's the case, how can the CPF members make a nomination? Now, there is a
1: new mode that we just uh, launched in January this year. It is the online nomination. So you can make your online nominations anytime, 24 hours, 7 days a week, anywhere, wherever you are. You may be in Singapore or in any other country, so long as you have an internet connection and you have a SingPass. And to make an online nomination, you will also need to appoint two witnesses and they must also have the SingPass to help you to complete this online nomination process. And online nominations, the intention here is to allow members to make their nominations in a very, very convenient manner, especially those who can't find time to visit our service centers or those who reside overseas. And alternatively, if you think, that CPM members, they, they think that they still prefer someone to explain the process to them. They can still go to the service centres. Then the customer service officers there will explain the process and help them to decide how to make their nominations. They will also act as their witnesses there.
0: So we can actually uh, do the nomination anytime, anywhere we want and the way we want it. Yes. Ah, I see. So we have been chatting about legacy planning when we are well. But what happens when we lose mental capacity, such as maybe to a stroke or illnesses? like? Yeah, is there any precaution we can take to ensure our affairs are well taken care of before we reach that stage?
2: Yes, you can. Um, So before you lose your mental capacity, you can actually draw up a legal document or a form called the Lasting Power of Attorney. Mm -hmm. Okay, and this basically states that you are appointing people that you trust, also called the Tony, to make decisions for you or to handle your property and financial matters in the event you lose mental capacity. So how do we apply for a lasting power attorney? Okay, so you can download the LPA form from the Office of Public Guardian website. There are two forms, okay? Form 1 is a straightforward general empowerment form. And Form 2 is when you have specific instructions. For Form 2, it is best you go to a lawyer, okay, because you may have very specific instructions and a lawyer will be better able to advise you on whether it's possible. And for Form 1, after you have downloaded, you fill in details of both yourself and the donee. you have to bring the form to a certificate issuer. And the certificate issuer is any practicing lawyer, a psychiatrist or any special doctor that have the certificate to be a certificate issuer and you have to sign the form one in front of your certificate issuer. After you sign and everybody has signed the form, you send it in to officer Public Guardian who will process. Now if all goes well, the registered LPA form will be made available in three weeks.
0: So today Iyang covered what is a whale, the executors, witnesses, and beneficiaries, what can be included in a will, what cannot, and the importance of it, as well as key things to take note of. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Wei Rong actually shared about CPF nomination. Uh, it can be done now, anytime, anywhere, the way you want it. So uh, thank you, Yi Yang and Wei Rong. Before we go, any last words
2: for our listeners? Um, I always tell my friends, my clients, if you truly care for your loved ones, you will get all these sorted out. Wills, LPA, They don't take a long time. And once you get them all sorted out, then for your relatives or people that you love, it's much easier for them later on if anything happens.
1: Same words for me, uh, because you cannot predict uh, the future. So it's best to always uh, plan early, make your nominations or make your will as early as possible.
0: Right. And with that, we have come to the end of today's episode. Thank you for listening in. Before you go, we would love to hear from you. Email us with your questions or comments at podcasts at cpf.gov.sg so we can create better content for you. You can also leave us a review on the platform you're listening from to help others learn about our podcasts. For the latest news, visit cpf.gov.sg slash podcasts or follow our social media pages. Thank you once again. Until the next time, let's talk CPF.